This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey, Jeff Turkeys. <laughs> this week we're talking about Black Dynamite. Yeah, we sure are. are. Hell yeah. This movie came out in 2009. I can dig it. <laughs> Directed I by Scott it. Sanders. Can you dig it? Directed by, or sorry, written by Michael J. White. Byron Minns, and three more. Starring Michael J. Watt, Michael J. White, Arsenio Hall, Tommy Davidson, Abo Batamte, <laughs> Applegate, William Bassett, a bunch of people. Uh, Sally Richardson. There you go. Jason Jack Edwards. Lucky Davis. I don't know. There's a bunch of people. Just saw Tommy Davidson played Cream Corn. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Alex, this was your movie. Uh, what's your history with it? I just randomly saw this on Netflix, and I saw the cover art, and it was Michael Jai White, who I knew that was, uh, he was, um, whatchamacallit, Spawn, like a long time ago. I was like, damn, th- okay. I read the description that looked interesting, and I was blown away. I was not expecting this movie at all, especially the first five minutes. Holy shit. It's pretty good. Scott? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'd heard a little bit about this movie, or, or read a little bit about it through a couple of the movie sites that, that I visit uh, way back when this came out in 2000, what was it again, 9? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, it popped up on cable Netflix, and yeah, the first five minutes, fucking hilarious. The, the, or at least the first, like, ten minutes or so, anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, is is a, a delight all right. Um, I didn't hear about this until Alex uh, recommended we talk about it. Uh, even when I was watching it, I had no idea this was a 2009 movie. Like, I knew it was a, a, <laughs> a spoof of, like, black exploitation movies, but I still didn't think it was as late as 2009. Like, I thought it would have been in the 90s or something, so I was surprised. Even when I saw him, I'm like, that's a Spawn guy, but he still looks great. Like, Spawn was, like, what, 97 or something? <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I had never heard about it until now. And it was uh, it was. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. As usual, we're each gonna pick seven items from the movie to talk about. So, Alex, why don't you lead us off? Number seven. My number seven is a softcore porno that happens in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Talk about grabbing a movie, grabbing you <laughs> in the first minutes of a Jeebus H. Uh, a lot happens. First, there's a fake commercial. Uh, what was it? Anaconda Mont Lick. It gives you woo. <laughs> it's the then... only 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 Mont Lick is sanctioned by the government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Black Dynamite's introduction, and it's a hard R. He's just hanging with three naked ladies, and then you you find out that it's actually five ladies. Spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, hush up now. You wake up the rest of the bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on in the movie, when he's at the doctor's office, <laughs> you guys have that one on your list? 
It was my honorable mention. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Where he goes in for a gunshot wound. It's one of those, you know, movie gunshot wounds that hits, hit his shoulder through and through. Doesn't do anything. And he's, so it's a 22. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he's talking with this nervous and she's like almost topless. She has to breast that. And then the doctor comes in. He's like, black dynamite. Really? He's like, man, you send her in here with titties like that. What do you expect? <laughs> but the whole dialogue in those scenes is straight out of, you know, softcore porn. It's fantastic. It is. It's a, sorry, by the way, I'm just looking now. I'm on Michael J. Jesus, why can't I say his name? Michael J. White's web uh, IMDb page. I didn't realize he was in The Dark Knight. He was the enough with the clown. Like one of the gangster guys. Oh, yeah. Let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was in this the... Somebody in the cheap purple suit. It wasn't cheap. <laughs> you, you, you should know. He was cut from Kill Bill Volume 2. Oh, who was oh, he in man. that? So, so there was supposed to be this whole sequence where Bill gets in this big sword fight um, to kind of flesh out his character a little bit, I guess. And he fights Michael J. White. Gotcha. Damn, that would have been cool. Yeah, they actually filmed the whole thing. It just, get, it just got cut. Huh. All right. Oh, uh, Scott, number seven. Okay. So, my number seven... <laughs> like, there's some, some stuff in this that was fucked up but funny at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's, like, all the rampant racism and the sexism and the, and uh, all the black exploitation. Um, but <laughs> the one that made me laugh <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have been laughing that as much at it. It's when they go to the orphanage, which, by the way, is hilarious. It's just like some some like stock room with boxes on the wall. Yeah, and the kids are just sitting around, and the one kid starts <laughs> slapping his arm, like looking for the vein, because <laughs> like, oh, smack has made its way into the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole premise of that is, is pretty funny, but when the kid starts doing it, like, I don't know why, but that was so funny to me. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that, that was basically it. The kid, the kid, like, really <laughs> oh, wanted some smack. Yeah, he really wanted some smack, and so he just started like tapping veins. It's like yeah. it's like twelve year old kid, thirteen year old kid. Yeah, man. It was black dynamite. So he's like, "I'll get you off that smack, even have to have to like slap it out of you." Black dynamite, stop that. We've tried that already. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting him to had to start beating, punching the kid or something. Just <laughs> the way this movie was going. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number seven, one of my few negatives, and it's just it was it was funny at first, and then just it started getting on my nerves. I know it's the type of movie they're going for. It's all the music cues starting to get on my nerves. Just the the blatant, you know, or, or the <laughs> dynamite, dynamite. <laughs> like it was got oh. on my nerves. Like I get it, I get it. Stop doing it. And I don't know. Maybe if they would have kept doing it, would have been funny again. Or I, I don't know. But... <laughs> you needed like one more time. Would have got. It. <laughs> yeah. You Started... didn't. You didn't. You didn't like when the songs were like singing exactly what was going on at the time. <laughs> no, I did, but well, I said, it just great. got too much. Yeah. For me, for some reason, there's a few times I was like, okay, I get it. I get. It. I know what this movie this is. I get it. Just yeah. Know. No, no, I, I can see what you're saying, Jeff. Like that. That one. That was one of the gags that kind of started wearing thin. Was like where he would say something, and then they. There would be nothing going on, and so you'd have to like look away from the camera briefly, or uh, there'd be a weird edit, and then yeah, they would they would cue the music for that. 
Yeah, and like I, w- I want to say this is obviously supposed to be a movie, you know, an amateur movie made by professionals, right? They're trying to make it look a certain way, but at times it's kind of overdone, and it almost feels like amateurs making or t- take at an amateur version of pros trying to make the movie. Like if we were to make our stupid movies, like it's almost a little yeah, too with, much with an all star cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense what I'm trying to say, but it was over the top sometimes. I was like, okay, all right, I'm done with it. But that's one of the few negatives I had for this. So, uh, Alex, number six. My number six is all the great names that everybody had. Speaking of not only Black Dynamite, and you have to say his whole name, every single person. Well, yeah, it'd be weird if they just said Black. (laughs) Hey, my mom said Black Dynamite was my dad. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of cats have that name. (laughs) <laughs> I should, little girl. <laughs> um, there's black dynamite, cream corn, tasty freeze, uh, bullhorn, Chicago wind. <laughs> Chicago wind. That one's good. Uh, chocolate, uh, gi- chocolate giddy up. Yeah, chocolate giddy up. But black dynamite, I sell so drugs to the community. community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What to say about that one? Later. Oh man, it's fantastic. All right, uh, Scott, number six. All right, my, my number six uh, is the, the Roscoe's chicken and waffles joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you'd have to live around here to actually in Southern California to actually get that in the the near L.A. Long Beach area. Um, I I almost wish that they didn't follow through all the way with that joke. But in, in a way, I do <laughs> like I do like they don't like fully explain it, but. Uh, they had the, it was like Roscoe's, or they go to the Chili and Donuts place. Chili and Donuts. Chili and Donuts. And then they, they find out the guy that owns the, owns the place is, is named Roscoe. And he's like, yeah, this Chili and Donuts thing just isn't working. Like, if they, I mean, I, think I gotta come up with something else. Like, they just left <laughs> it with that. I would have been like, oh, that's awesome. And then later on, they, you do the chicken and waffles. That's ridiculous. And then the, he jumps up out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, inspiration. And just runs off. I love it that he was in the background. He just jumps up. That's it, yeah. and he runs out of the restaurant. Yeah, all of a sudden he's just there. Um, yeah, for those unaware, uh, chicken and waffles. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's it's showing up at like fucking uh, KFC now. So it's not. Wait, this is this this is an LA or SoCal thing only. I don't know it about. Was. I don't know about well, only. Maybe. I don't know about only, but the. Yeah, the Roscoe's chicken and waffles is definitely an LA thing. The Roscoe's, anyway. The Roscoe's part. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just 100% sure about you. know, that's a good point, Jeff. I don't, I don't know about the chicken and waffles part of it, but the, but yeah, the Roscoe's okay. part for sure is a local thing. So no one, no one's getting that joke that doesn't live around here. So. All right. Um, the delicious. My by number the way. six. <laughs> My number six is, like I said, some of these I just I just laugh and I just there's so many I couldn't remember all the context, but it's when he's meeting the the feds for the first time, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh, the old pie in the window trick," yeah. <laughs> just like he did back in Nam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just oh, a God. stuffed bear holding yeah. a newspaper. <laughs> exactly, but just to, to back in Nam. I was like, "God yeah. damn it, <laughs> the old oh. birthday cake trick from back in Nam." <laughs> Yeah, at the end. I mean. Just when you think it's out. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So. Keeps, keeps calling on the, the Viet Cong Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, 
Oh, man. All right. Uh, Alex, number five. My number five is <laughs> the creative and hilarious use of stock footage in this movie. <laughs> it's so good. I think they use the same car going over the cliff like two or mm-hmm. three times in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. You see, yeah, I like all the stock footage of L.A. Yeah. The helicopter ride and everything and all the cars had the, uh, uh, instead of the green screen, they had the projection in the back when they were driving around anywhere. Fantastic. Yep. That's pretty good. It's funny. When they're, uh, ah, never mind. I don't know how to explain it, so I didn't want to bring it up. All right, Scott, <laughs> number five. Number five. Uh, just, just to follow up on the Roscoe's, because uh, I know everybody's pining for a Roscoe's trivia here. Uh, mm-hmm. In 2008, Roscoe's fielded a successful trademark infringement lawsuit against the Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles that opened up in Chicago, where mm-hmm. Roscoe's is spelled with two S's here. <laughs> uh, just like, what was it from Coming to America? McDougal's. Yeah. Was it McDoodles? McArnold's? Mc, McDougal's, I think. It was. McDougal's? Uh, I thought it was more like Tommy's. and we were Tommy's, Tommy's. Tommy's. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> we, we, have a, we have a place near us. So Tommy's, Tommy's. We call it Tommy because it's the one M. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Or the or the Alberto's, Albatross, oh, yeah. Alberto's. Well, there, there's a, I guess there's a, weird's the right word, but the, the story behind all that is that you, you franchise it, you get the menu... And then you just get to fuck off with whatever is left. So, like, whoever owns the franchise makes money on it, and you just are left to, like, be a pretend whatever. <laughs> uh, so they're all, they're all, okay, so they're not just rip-offs. So they start, like, start as, like, weird franchises, I guess. I don't, I don't know how it works exactly, but, yeah. All right, well, if you're not from this area, none of this makes sense, so. Yeah, Albatross yeah. is my favorite. <laughs> Albatross, yeah. Uh, no, really, Albatross really? was my favorite. They had, they had killer California burritos. Yeah, really greasy Mexican food down here. That's what this is. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about now. Yeah, fast food mix. Like, well, still, still a step up from Taco Bell, but that's not saying much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, Scott number five. Number five sorry, uh, number five. Uh, the CIA. <laughs> I just love the whole idea that that uh, while working for the CIA, he had a license to kill. But more just that the CIA would be involved in like fighting drug dealers, like in, <laughs> like on on U.S. soil. It makes no mm-hmm. sense. Uh, but but I love yeah. It's just the man, the government agency uh, that, that that's behind all this, uh, and again that he that he used to work for. Uh, I, I I can't remember the line about how he's. Um, he swore he'd never work for him again. I forget how that, that went down. But, uh, just again, just hilarious that, that, yeah, this is the government agency in this movie is the, the CIA <laughs> of, all, of all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just appreciate the joke. I thought you'd say that that's why I went ahead and reinstated your license to kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, my number five is back to the orphanage scene. So he is, I used to be an orphan. He looks, <laughs> he looks, you know, away from the camera, looks at the screen, and the chick, like, looks, like, what, you're, what he's looking at. You can see her eyes, like, trying to, like, what the hell is he staring at? <laughs> oh, 
Uh, that killed me because yeah, you mentioned a lot. They, you mentioned earlier they do that a lot. That was the first time where they they like brought attention to it. Maybe like, "The fuck is he looking at?" Oh, I was dying. I used to be an orphan. <laughs> was that the one where the kids are just yelling, "Orphan, orphan!" <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's dead. Your dad's out the dead. Orphan. I, th- I feel like I feel like I need to, to do the the window gag one more time to kind of bring that home. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, kept, I kept waiting for it to happen at some other point in the movie and never did. Hmm. Some dudes do go out the window. Hard, too. There's some great stunt work in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I'll get to that. All right. Well, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is, the speaking of flashbacks, the Vietnam flashback that he has when he meets the CIA in his house. Uh, it's the most fucked up but yet hilarious at the same time <laughs> part of this movie, in my opinion. It's like, yeah, I remember... Vietnam like it was yesterday. <laughs> he talks about how this uh, yeah, this little Chinese kid is in there. <laughs> it's like little Chinese legs blown half or clean off and little Chinese bastard is still alive. <laughs> he's like, he looked at me straight into my soul. <laughs> he starts speaking some weird Chinese shit like, which is <laughs> some real cartoon shit. <laughs> now I don't have to speak Chinese to understand what he said. He said, why, Black Dynamite? Why? <laughs> And that pays off so great when he's talking to Dr. Wu on the video phone. He's clearly speaking Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We speak, he's speaking Kung Fu. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a completely different language. <laughs> oh, man. It gets me every time. <laughs> All right, Scott, number four. All right, so my number four. Uh, we've already gone over this, but in the first five minutes after... Uh, he just, just, uh, this overhead, underhead shot, I don't know, this shot of a camera looking up at all these women <laughs> that, that he's supposed to be having sex with, um, in, in succession. And then they, they wake up and the, the, the one with the, the awesome, terrible acting, it was like, wow, Black Dynamite, that's like, what'd you say? Something like, that's the no, best I've ever the... had. Yeah. And then he says, yeah, like you said. Shh! You'll wake the other bitches, and the camera pans out a little bit, and yeah, there's two other women just like sprawled out on the bed, like underneath the covers. Uh, then he goes out yeah. and beats the shit out of somebody. Yep, he kicks a, <laughs> kicks a lady through a door. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> kicks the door open, sends that old lady flying. Then he grabs her face. Jesus, who's the, who's what's the guy's name he was after? Damn, he had a good name too. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> that was awesome. But anyways, the shh, you wake the other bitches. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four was some of the, the goofs that were in this movie, and I, I'm i assuming they were on purpose, because that's what they're going for, but who knows? In this movie, you, you could just say they were on purpose, even if they weren't, I guess. But yeah. uh, <laughs> the first one that set up, there was a boom mic in the shot a bunch, a few times. <laughs> that was awesome. He kept hitting his afro. <laughs> yeah. He kept picking up at it, yeah. At first he was good. And then, yeah. yeah, and then another one that oh, the, other, the big one that I saw was when they were was it when the feds show up and the guy gets out of his car to start shooting and the car just keeps going and he has to jump back in the car to put it in park. <laughs> like he jumps out like any other movie and he hit, he's using the door as a shield and the car just keeps on going and he has to jump in and step on the brake. Uh, there's probably there's probably a lot more that I missed, but those are the two that I noted and I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, so that's my number four. Alex, 
Number three. But number three is the great kung fu fight choreography in this movie. It's awesome. If you cut it at if you cut this movie like flipping channels at the right time, you'd think this is like a badass kung fu movie. But then they sprinkle in the comedy in the scene so often enough that it just adds another layer to the greatness. Like in the uh, pool hall when he's facing down Chicago Wind and he's beating up all these guys with his nunchucks. <laughs> nunchucks looks looked like they just slip out of his hands and he beats the shit out of some guy and then he holds out his hands and they fly right back into his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he starts kicking ass again. Oh, it's fantastic. The fight with Dr. Wu was all great. Like dynamite, panther fist. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert the fight with Tricky Dick at the end and his wife <laughs> Jeez, was that oh by the way was that a real like racial slur that uh, Patricia Nixon uses <laughs> when she calls him a moon cricket is, is that a yeah, real I, thing I don't know I don't know <laughs> I'm afraid to google like, it yeah, <laughs> I don't want to, because <laughs> I'd never heard it before. I'm like, did they just make that up for this movie? Like, Ugh. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> well, you're on a watch list now. Yeah. Ugh. Don't look it up. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, don't look it up. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I don't have it on my go. list. But I did not like the Nixon stuff at the end. I don't know. Oh. But, whatever. The guy looked like Nixon, whoever was doing it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't he, think they went he Nixon. He fought like Nixon, too. What, what, Scott? I don't think it went Nixon enough. <laughs> they went Nixon enough? No. Oh, I don't know. The, uh, Black Dynamite, in some of his fights, did the move my dad taught my brother and I when we were kids. To the jump double kick. <laughs> but he did it way better than my dad did in the living room. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how Nixon like kicks dynamite, black dynamite through the door, and then he walks out with his hands behind his back, so like complete like Nixon mannerisms, and then he gets into his kung fu pose and he's doing the peace signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! All right, Scott, number three. Okay, three. Uh, my number three is the pimp meat. <laughs> so as, as I called it yeah. to myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all the pimps are sitting around lamenting that that they they don't have money or they don't, they don't have the income they used to <laughs> or the tricks. <laughs> but I do smack. What was it? What's the line? Yeah, so so I get to that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So so they're they're, talk, they're talking about all the stuff that they how business is bad. Um, they have the ridiculous names, and it's Arsenio Hall and uh, um, Cedric Yarborough and Bookim Woodine and. I forget the other guy's name, but he's been a million things. He he was a uh, <laughs> he was DJ in the Street Fighter movie. Um, is it like John Sally in one of these? Oh, scenes? John Sally, yeah. Juana Man. Yeah, that guy, the Juana Man man. Yeah. Um. And then the, the yeah the other, the other guy's famous too. Uh, the name we couldn't pronounce. Um. But uh, yeah, then Black Diamond barges in and. Uh, Let's everybody know that he's declaring war on anybody that's selling drugs in the community. Santiago <laughs> looks up and says, "But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community." <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the delivery there. Yeah, I guess fucking gold. <laughs> he had the. That's the same guy from Forty uh, uh, Old Virgin. The you're putting a, you're putting the pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. 
And Reno 911. Yeah, Reno 911, of course. It's, uh, yeah, just the, but Black Dynamite. I sold drugs to the community. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, we're not doing it justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that last joke was the best. <laughs> but I... <laughs> but Black Dynamite. <laughs> I was dying. Mm-hmm. Dynamite. Oh. Dynamite. Dynamite. And then I stopped dying. All right. Uh, we're on to my number three. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got to narrow down my list here. Um, all right. I'm going to save this one t- toward the end unless you guys bring it up. We'll save it as an honorable mention. Uh, <laughs> it's when you find out that the the uh, malt liquor is giving the guys little dick. <laughs> Oh, convoluted logic. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that they well, follow. Well, no, that's leaving that part. I like even more. But when they go in to find the guy who's drinking the drinking the malt liquor, they go in there and they, they see his little dick. And <laughs> should be <we> kill him. <laughs> Smokey, do you want to go on? Do you want to live? I just like that they see his little dick. <laughs> like, should we kill him? I was dying. Oh God. <laughs> So that's my number three. <laughs> they Should keep zooming him. in on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's my th- so, Alex, number two. My number two is all just the great writing. All the all the great little jokes that they had and everything. Like that convoluted uh, logic that I was talking about. It's not, wait a minute, what did you just say? <laughs> that it melts in your mouth? Yeah, but not in your hands. And then they just go off on some radical tangents. All the little jokes, especially when uh, Black Dynamite... <laughs> I love the scene where Black Dynamite's saying something, and then this girl comes out of nowhere and finishes the sentence for him. <laughs> He's like, in Black Dynamite, make things all right. Euphoria, I don't even need to see you that I know you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mention for that one. <laughs> he just goes off on it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Take you back to Clinton with his hot-ass <laughs> hot coat hangings. You want that, bitch? <laughs> And he's just staring off, and everybody else is all awkward, like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just the overall, just great writing. It's like, oh, my gosh, do you know, like the police chief at the beginning, do you know whose brothers this is? Do you know? Oh, my gosh, the streets are going to run red with blood. Amazing. Speaking of the intro scene, it was like, it's him, it's like, no, it's not me. What I, I can't do an English accent, but you can <laughs> yeah, totally like, tell you. <laughs> now listen here, you jive turkeys. Yeah, I'm from the streets. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right out of the old Sprite commercial. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. What's my motivation? Jesus, why do I do it? Also, he's crikey, crikey. Can't do an English accent. Unless I, do I it studied like, in uh, Cambridge. Yes, oh, I was Hamlet. But yeah, I like that beginning part. And uh, the writing is it's pretty good. I mean, for what it is, it's pretty good. I know, so many good jokes. Listen here, Black Dynamite. I don't want a river of blood through the streets. Why don't you tell me where he is and I'll just leave a little puddle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. All right. Al- uh, Scott, number two. All right. Two. Uh, just all of a sudden when they go to Kung Fu Island. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that's what they called it. <laughs> yeah, it's good Kung Fu Island. And then Kung Fu Island, 
Like, again, they're using the stock footage for some things. And then, uh, like at first, you know, it looks like a, a jungle island. And then he starts throwing the grenades, and you see the palm trees in the background. <laughs> 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 like, you know, shit you'd find, like, in, uh, like, Hyde Park. Um, and, the, the, like, other trees and stuff that, that definitely were not part of the jungle. Um, that just how he kept working kung fu into everything for the rest of that whole sequence. Like, my favorite thing, the thing that made me laugh every time he said it was Kung Fu Treachery. Yeah. <laughs> I think he says it like two or three times. Um, he does. But yeah. the, I should have known it was because of you and your Kung Fu Treachery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cracked me up. But yeah, Kung Fu Island plus Kung Fu Treachery. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number two, as Alex mentioned earlier, is the breakdown when they trying to figure out what's going on and they, the M and M's and what do the Greeks call it? And they just and everyone there just is so educated and just answering all these questions that's so convoluted. The like old lady in the store is like answering. <laughs> uh, yeah, what 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 that lady said. I was dying because like you could you know where it's going. It's not like it, but just it just kept. To the, how are they going to tie this in? And then little, little yeah. who does woo? <laughs> little Richard. Little Richard. So, What's another name for Richard? Dang. <gasps> Smokey. <laughs> Gives you the woo. <laughs> God. So that's my number two. All right, Alex, what's your number one? My number one is all just, it's a fine line when people try to make, when professionals try to make a movie intentionally bad, it can fall flat. But this movie just rides the line perfectly, in my opinion. And I love all the little awkward moments that it has, all the awkward edits. Uh, Some of the scenes go a little bit too long. Or when they leave in the mistake when Bullhorn is fighting the other guy and he accidentally slaps him. Yeah. Slaps him. He's like, bitch. He starts just, walking to him. Then you see a cut. And then he's fighting a completely different person this time. Motherfucker. <laughs> Every time they leave the, the cut just a little bit too long. <laughs> so you just get like a little awkward stare here and there. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's fantastic. Other than, like you said, the music cues for me, I really enjoyed it. It's pretty good. All right, Scott, number one. Okay, so my number one, uh, you guys already went over it, but the the whole conspiracy breakdown uh, <laughs> of all the, the Greek mythology. It starts off kind of top level, but all of a sudden they're, they're talking about uh, Sclepius <laughs> and the, <laughs> yeah. and the, and the, the staff that they still use in the medical field today. <laughs> they they get real deep, and then yeah, there's the just the random woman chiming in, and I, I like that whole gag, as as if they're they're just filming this in a restaurant, and she's just somebody that's just not even in the movie, just chiming in with the. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, that's that's also where the Roscoe's thing happens, uh, where they finish up the Roscoe joke. Um, the the whole yeah, it's up with M and M's though. That <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they all know exactly what he's talking about, though, with all the Greek and Roman mythology. And, yeah, <laughs> like at one point they're like, "Who's who's who's the 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 Greek? Who's the the Roman god of war? Mars. All right, but who's the Greek one? Ares. And what happens when you take the S off of that? <laughs> like they just like like yeah, full what's on... this sped backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
745 BC. Oh, hold up, hold up. 745 is the area code for Kansas. <laughs> Project Kansas, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole breakdown was cracking me up. Yeah, see, that, that was my, my favorite gag in the movie. So that's my number one. All right, and my number one, you guys have both said too, it's the beginning with the introduction to Black Dynamite and the. <laughs> Careful, you wake the other bitches. And just this whole intro. Like, I started the first uh, few minutes here in the office and I went out. <laughs> and uh, Laura's. <laughs> She's like, What's. What are you watching in there? And I'm like, Well, I thought it was a kung fu movie, but within five minutes, I've seen boobs. <laughs> I was explaining. I don't even know. It's a black exploitation boob karate movie. I don't know how to explain it. And I went back in and she's like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad I knew enough. Like, or I'm, I'm glad I'd seen seen it before. So I knew not to try to watch it. Skip away. a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been a problem. All right. So that's my number one. Yeah, just his intro was pretty damn hilarious. And I do like, even before that, like I said, with the English guy... I played Hamlet in Cambridge. That's what I'll say. All right. Um, that's it. I have a couple honorable mentions, and I have a question. And it's in that <laughs> pool hall scene when they're fighting. And they're punching, they're punching, and one guy slaps the guy, and he looks at him and he goes, Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts, and it's like a stunt double continuing the fight. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, Alex, sorry, you laid oh, that out. Yeah. What? I missed it? How did I miss it? <laughs> His oh, bullhorn is fighting, yeah. I guess he was just so mad or something happened off screen where they had to just get somebody else to do the scene. <laughs> was it like, for real, or...? Yeah, well, I mean, in the context of a movie, it's supposed to be, like, one of those mistakes. Like, okay. he got too close and he actually slapped him in the face. Sure. He goes, bitch. <laughs> and so they just cut, and it's a completely different guy. Like, what did you talk about this? Jesus. Like like, like, like less than five minutes ago. <laughs> For real. Jesus. Turn up my miracle ear. Mm-hmm. All right, then I had the chicken and waffles joke. Uh, and then I just want honorable mention to Tommy Davidson. I haven't seen that guy oh, since yeah. living me, color. Cream me too. Yeah. Honorable mention. <laughs> cream corn. Chipping out of the... We forgot. We mentioned Nixon, but yeah, we forgot to mention about him dropping in on the White House. <laughs> he opens yeah. up the... He go, he, opens up a little crawl space that says like White House on it. <laughs> to, to get into the White House and then, but as he's jumping out of the helicopter that just exploded and he yells out cream corn yeah. <laughs> oh cream corn and want... he has age the day like it looks exactly the same yeah I mean it was already 11 years ago but at least at that point he had an age yeah. day and yeah. color was in the 80s or something so you know, two hot Kudos dogs split down the middle twice. Bologna. And he just holds up four, four fingers. Bologna. Fried. <laughs> just doing the all crazy order. Yeah. It's fantastic. That whole chase scene. <laughs> By the way, we didn't even mention that when cream when he meets cream corn in the salon, yeah. he just starts booking it. Uh, watch the movie, people. Yeah, well, speaking of that, let's rate it. So, wait, as usual... Wait, just one, you already oh. guys went over all my honorable mentions. Uh, Nixon... Okay. Kicking the lady through the door, uh, the accidental <laughs> slap, and just Sally Richardson. I I always love her and everything she's in. She was the the main love interest in this, so she was. Yeah, she, she was, was good. Just yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna rate it now on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. So, Alex, what's your what's your scale here? What's your rating? Oh, for me, this is an easy six. 
This isn't. Okay. I would put this if this was made like in the in the seventies. This would be right up there with uh, what's his Shaft. Name? Not Shaft. <laughs> uh, for in terms of spoofs, it's Mel Brooks. Not wouldn't you know? Not top tier Mel Brooks, but like in the middle. It I, no. I would rate it for being there. Oh yeah. All right. I think I like this better than uh, History of the World Part 1. Not as much as Young Frankenstein or, of course, Blazing Saddles. You're so wrong. But better than High Anxiety. Well, that I can't argue. (laughs) All right, Scott. Um, See, I I love the the take on the black exploitation with this and that it was, I guess it was a softer satire. Yeah, it wasn't full on, like, Zucker Brother gags. Right. Or or even some of the the Brooks stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's almost every scene's got something funny going on. Um, surprisingly good, like fight choreography at times. Because Michael J. White, you know, has made a career on the shit, so, mm-hmm. so he knows what he's doing here. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this, but I, but I wouldn't, unlike you, Alex, I would not put this like in that same echelon. Um, but yeah, still highly recommend this. I definitely wouldn't mind having this on in the background. So I give it a five. All right, I also will give it a five. I really liked it. Um, yeah, I would not put it on a Mel Brooks or Zucker uh, Brothers category, but I still really enjoyed it. Um, would watch it again, most likely, but I wouldn't go buy the DVD. I won't put it that way. If it's on TV now, I'm going to watch it. That's that's right. Yeah. I, I guess one more thing to, worth mentioning is that it, it it just felt like everybody was having fun making this movie, and, yeah. and I think that like definitely translates into to a better movie. <clears throat> yeah. Good. You finally picked a good one, Alex. <laughs> you guys finally picked a good 250 one. 250 episodes later. <laughs> Jesus. All right. This has been a lot. All right. So what's our crossover uh, topic, Alex? Crossover topic is top five mistakes in movies. Now, this uh, Black Dynamite had a lot of, you know, intentional ones for comedy's sake. But uh, we brought in it to, you know, any mistakes that a, that a film has. All right, I like that uh, stipulation because I have a little bit of both. So, lead it off, Alex. What's your number five? Uh, My number five, and this one's a small one, and you could barely see it, but once it was pointed out to me, I can't unsee it, and that's in Indiana Jones when he first first gets thrown into the pit and you see that cobra rise up. You can kind of see a reflection in there of the snake, of the glass, like dividing Indy and the snake. It's nitpicky, but I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah, that's very nitpicky. Yeah, all right. It bugs they me. They should have not had the glass there and had Harrison Ford get face to face with the Cobra. Yes, if he was serious about acting, he would have. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, Scott, number five. Five. Um, I'm kind of wanting to put in fake ones, but I'll go with my my list of real ones. Um, so the uh, start with with the very beginning of Army of Darkness. Um, and th- and this is less of a mistake and more of a, this is what happens when you go from like stock film to to, to high definition. <laughs> you start to notice <laughs> shit like this. But uh, Ash is being hauled off through the the portal, through the rift, and he's got this fucking beast of a cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's Bruce Campbell or Stunt Double, but either way, um, yeah, on his back, like swinging him through, or f- making him fly through the air. And it is super fucking noticeable, and it's hilarious. <laughs> so that's my number five. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, I don't remember that actually, it, but I've only watched that movie. I've not, I've what, not watched that yeah, movie. Once, in once you know, reason. once you know to watch for it, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my number five comes uh, from my father, and it's not the rain scene from Tombstone. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. It's from a John Wayne movie, El Dorado. I know what it is. Can I guess? No, sorry. Go ahead, Jim. We <laughs> uh, can guess. What is it? Uh, the crutch thing. Yes. So the guy throughout the movie is going back and forth. He's switching sides, which where the, which side he's limping on, which side the crutch is on. Like George Costanza? <laughs> well, not like George Costanza. Or maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, you're right from that episode. But anyway, <laughs> he's going back and forth. And my dad was laughing, chuckling the whole time we're watching the movie. This is like one of our... Uh, cabin trips we did and we had that we're forced to watch one of my dad's movies <laughs> and uh <laughs> and he's chuckling the whole time and at the very end of the movie like they just basically call him out on it like john wayne's like oh what do you know you've been using another wrong arm all movie or something and just, i thought it was pretty funny and was one of the first things i remember <laughs> yeah, from me. it's this is uh, fucking great that they threw that line at the end of the movie to be like yeah we noticed it too but what are you gonna do yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> we're gonna reshoot shit so here you go <laughs> I'm fucking John Wayne. I'm not shooting my shit again, partner. Pilgrim. <laughs> oh, damn it. Right. <laughs> All right. Alex, number four. My number four, and this was the line that was left in the movie after a previous scene was cut out, so it kind of doesn't make any sense in the context of the movie. And I'm talking about Goonies at the very end when everybody's okay. like so what happened in there oh my gosh it was crazy and then, oh but the scariest part was the octopus and it was like oh, and the reporter is much like the audience going octopus what the hell are you talking about and it was the infamous octopus scene that was cut out from goonies that i'm sure most people know about should have left it in <laughs> yeah nope if you've seen it nope they should have cut it out yeah but i guess it was an octopus that was grabbing at the kids after they fell off it jumped off the boat and it was Looked terrible, so they cut it out from subsequent uh, films or yeah. printings or whatever. But the line yeah. is still in there. You're right, and that was as a kid. You watch it, you're like, "What? Are they, are now they are just telling lies? Are they just trying to get more media attention? <laughs> yeah. Or what's going on?" <laughs> and then you learn about like movie production and stuff. Oh, there's a deleted scene, and uh, it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. It was one of those first like things I remember as a kid. Like, what the hell? Good call. All right, Scott. Number four. Okay. So number four is uh, Braveheart. Um, and there's a couple things that are kind of infamous here, like once you start to know, look for it. Uh, Sugar tits. Well, that's that's number four. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> number three? I mean, number three, mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, um, I mean, my favorite one is just, <laughs> you see guys in the background with the sword just going, huh, huh. Uh, just kind of swinging back and forth, like in the in the Macbeth movie that we made in high school. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and that's hilarious. Uh, you know, I've never noticed that before. I've never paid attention. Yeah, you, you, some of the background fighting is is less than stellar. <laughs> um, but the the best part is, is in that infamous charge in the the Sterling Bridge battle. Um, <laughs> you can see a a white van drive through the background. <laughs> Like once once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Uh, I've never seen that either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say other than yeah, you can you can see this shit, like in the van, the people going huh huh. Um, you no, know, now that we know 
we're, we're a little wiser than we saw the movie. We realized it's not entirely historically accurate. <laughs> uh, but, 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 but I'm pretty Starbucks. sure. But I'm pretty sure there was no, there were no, uh, you know, white lorries the, as they would say in uh, jolly old England. Well, you called it the Battle of Stirling Bridge. There was no bridge in the movie. There was also no bridge in the movie. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the battle it's really, of Sterling, yeah. just on a big grass plane. Yeah, or... yeah. Well, nobody wanted to fight on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four comes from a TV show, and it's uh, very similar to what happened in this. It's Arrested Development. There's a scene where they're trying to put a test the wiretap out on maybe Tobias, and they're, and they're in the conference room at the work or whatever and they're getting inter- when they're testing it they're getting interference it was like does anybody have a recording device and all of a sudden you see the boom mic just like dip into the shot and then it pulls back out <laughs> oh, i love it that shows that that so many of those little little subtle jokes like that and it cracks me up so boom mic arrested development that's one of those fake that's why i want to include that one here because it's a fake mistake hmm um, That's almost like, well, I won't say it because you guys might have it. All right, uh, number three, Alex. Number three, uh, this calls back to one of our previous episodes that you guys weren't on, Teen Wolf. Dinner for oh. Teen Wolf. And at, <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the very end, everybody's cheering, everybody, you see a shot of the bleachers and just off the oh, screen God. left, at the top, a little bit at the top of the bleachers, you see a guy... And his pants and his and his. Uh, it's a, is it a boof bump? It is not a boof bump. Oh. <laughs> it's it's his whole package. His all dick and balls are just <laughs> hanging out of his pants. He just it's out of focus, but you can still see. Like after a bit, he just pulls up his pants and starts tucking it back in. <laughs> God. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. It's so blatant. He's just standing there with his junk out. Rock out with your cock out. Mm-hmm. As they say. Alright, Scott, number three. Okay. My number three is uh, uh, a movie we did wasn't ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think we did it last year. It was uh, North by Northwest. Um, Okay. The the scene Uh, where um, spoilers, where she shoots Thornhill in the uh, Mount Rushmore restaurant, or whatever the fuck that is, in the dick. Yeah, shoots him in the dick oh, once wait. in the chest. It's like um, Scott David Triceracop. In the <laughs> in in the you can see in the background Triceracop. Uh, but she pulls up the gun. Um, but you see this kid in the background like plug his ears with his fingers because he's an extra and he knew the gun was going to go off, and he didn't like the loud noise, so like. <laughs> This kid's been forever immortalized as the kid that plugs his, his fingers into his ears. And it's like just like kind of one row back from the action. So it's very easy to spot once you, once you look for it. Um, I don't know, I, I but just find it hilarious. Like just a, a little bit of like old school, uh, like classic film goof. Uh, forever immortalized again. Is mm-hmm. it a poof goof? <laughs> More like a bang goof. Oh, okay. All right, my number three, and this is one of the more famous ones, and this is one of the first ones I kind of learned about um, growing up as a kid, and it's from the Ben-Hur chariot scene. 
where uh, if you guys remember that scene, and then they're doing a big chariot race, and the stunt mm-hmm. double, the thing is supposed to, the horses are supposed to jump over a, a down chariot. I don't remember the exact part of it. He's jumping over something, and the stunt double flies out of the goddamn chariot. It lands on the other side of it, like, I guess, kind of on the reins and on the side of the, the chariot holding on. And they left it in, and then they just added a scene of Charlton Heston climbing back over, and then that's it. How it goes. <laughs> Jeebus. Yeah. That scene was not supposed to happen, and they just left it in, and they just said, oh, it's cool. Special <laughs> effect. Yeah. I'm glad you're not dead. <laughs> yeah, Stunt Double almost died, but he didn't, so it's Hollywood magic. And that's how they did it before CGI, kids. Mm-hmm. Stunt Doubles weren't literally risking their lives on every take. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah. Like some... Hey, Landon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, number two. My number two is, we've mentioned this like a million times before on this podcast, but the self-healing Porsche from Commando. Yeah. Probably one of the first goofs I actually discovered on my own just watching the movie. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> the Porsche is all fine. Uh, right after he let Sully go. Right before you see the string holding him up when he let him go, too. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's classic. That might be on my list. Because, yeah, for the same reasons you have. All right, Scott, number two. Okay. Uh, my number two is... Uh, might be Jeff's number one. Uh, we're going to dip into something that we rarely talk about here on the on the podcast. But uh, Star Wars. <gasps> um, so I'll, I'll leave it to Jeff to say most of it. But there is a scene where a... Uh, a stormtrooper bangs his head. Uh, oh, it's not on my list, Scott. Oh, it's not. oh, that's my number one. Right, I'll let Alex talk about it then, because I know you're more <laughs> excited about it than I am. But it was one of the very, it's like the very first thing I thought of when we were making this list. Yep. Um, as in the latter half of the movie, when they're trying to escape the Death Star, they're chasing after him, and the 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 walkways are too short. Which is poor design, by the way. It's poor engineering. And yeah, the stormtrooper bangs his head on one of the uh, the bulkheads going through the doorway, um, and again forever immortalized in, in movie lore. Yeah, until they retconned it with a they put a sound effect in now uh, if you watch the Blu-ray, and then because stormtroopers all come from Boba Fett as clones, he has Boba Fett hit his head in like one of the prequel movies, and it's just like, oh my god, stop it. It was a mistake. It was a goof. It was a poof goof. And now it's <laughs> poof goof. <laughs> yeah, not on my list, but it's a good one. Before he retconned it. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two is from Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> oh, and the, ghost. the ghost baby. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a mistake because maybe the standee was supposed to be there, but the infamous scene of the ghost, which ended up being a, a standee of one of Ted Danson's characters or something. So I don't even know if it's supposed to be in the shot, but it is, and people thought it was a ghost, and it caused video rentals of that movie to spike at unheard of levels. People made it a blockbuster night just to see a live ghost, and it really was just Ted Danson. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, still think, I still think it's a ghost. All right. No, but if you, I remember we got it 
at one point when we heard about it, we were going through that scene. All of a sudden, it popped up. You're just like, Jesus Christ, it's a ghost! <laughs> and because also, it's v- it was VHS, so you wouldn't get a nice still frame on it, right? You would just kind of... You'd see something, and you'd go, yeah, oh, I missed it. What was that? all wiggling. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! You go back and look at it. Whatever! And then you'd finally like, oh, okay, you get enough of uh, adjust the tracking and all that stuff. And you'll see it. So, Three Men and a Baby. Probably the only time we've ever mentioned that movie on here. But you know who keeps Steve Gutenberg a star? We, we do. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. All right. Alex, number one. My number one is a stormtrooper. And it wasn't a bulkhead. It was a door that they had to hotwire to open after Luke and Han locked it to go save the princess. And C-3PO and R2 were left behind. So they had to hotwire the door, but it doesn't open all the way. That's why some of the stormtroopers... They know, so they just duck under. But this guy, I guess it's hard. Even Luke says it. I can't see a thing out of this helmet. So it's hard to see out of those things. And the guy just bangs his head on the door. There you go. He just forgets to uh, forgets to duck. But yeah, it was fantastic. I hadn't caught it for like years. I never caught it on my own until people told me. Yeah, me either. So I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) They kept rewinding it. Dunk. So you don't have another Star Wars one on your list? No. Which one are you thinking of? It's honorable mention. I'll bring it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, what's your number one? My number one is, uh, I think Alex already mentioned it, but I, I do remember us pausing and rewatching this like over and over again for like hours on <laughs> Alcohol may or may not have been involved. I don't think. Well, mm-hmm. I think we did this in high school, so probably not yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, the car in Commando. After he, the the car's been the, the Porsche has been wrecked on both sides, and uh, up and inside, he knocks it back over again. They drive away, and it's pristine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a few uh, uh, Porsches to to burn through in that movie. Spiders, and uh, yeah, yep. Uh, all right, my number one is Commando Car because uh, for the same <laughs> thing you guys have mentioned and like Alex said, like this was one where we uh, discovered really early on. Uh, I don't, I, I'm sure I learned it from Adam because he and I always watched it. And they're the ones who had it because my parents would not let me watch it. I had to skip and watch it over there. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, yeah, just seeing the the fix the car that fixes itself and yeah. Had to be my number one. Now I do. And he pushes the car over. Another yeah. mistake is they both should have died in that Carmagia when it hit the, uh, <laughs> the, the pole. telephone pole yep. going 100 miles an hour. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Arnold wasn't even in a seat, let alone a seat belt, and he survived no problem. Feet of strength. He just flexed. Yeah. He flexed right before impact. <laughs> He's got airbags for chests. <laughs> Bam. Um. I take it back. Carmagia wasn't going 100 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> That's true. True story. <laughs> All right. I had three honorable mentions. The one Star Wars one, which is I have still never heard Alex claims, is at the end when Luke blows up the Death Star and he's getting out of his X-Wing <laughs> and, Luke, and Leia runs up to him and he goes, Carrie! Instead <laughs> yeah. of Leia. Carrie. I don't know. Yeah. Drew's still up. He does. I remember they told us that on the Universal Studios tour back when I was a kid, but I've still never heard it. He just thought he goes, ah! 
gasp. Carrie. My next honorable mention uh, just happened like two weeks ago on Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee Coffee cup, cup, if you haven't heard about it. Uh, It wasn't even Starbucks and they got all the credit. (laughs) Yeah. Coffee cup in, uh, in Westeros. Queen of Dragons likes her coffee. And um, this one was definitely a mis- I don't even know if it's a mistake, but I just... It actually reminded me more of the guy who slaps him and they replace him with somebody else. It's, you've captured the stunt doubles from Spaceballs. <laughs> so, those are my three audible mentions. Any from you guys? Yeah. Uh, also in Star Wars, in A New Hope, when Darth Vader is... Uh, after he uh, disintegrates Obi-Wan Kenobi... And Han says, blast the doors, kid. And he shoots the doors, and the doors are closing. You see Darth Vader walk towards the doors with a lightsaber out, but it's just the PVC yep. plastic or whatever. It's, it doesn't yeah. have the red lightsaber special effect on there. They didn't even fix it for the Blu-ray. They added no. the the sound effect to the fucking guy, and then they added the extra gunk on the prequels for the clones. Didn't fix that. No, I think at the Blu-ray it's fixed. Oh, really? But like yeah, they, okay. I was gonna say they they took forever to fix it. Like it wasn't fixed in the special editions when they originally came out. Yeah, it was much later. But I think the Blu-rays they finally got it. I'm gonna. I, could, have to be, see. I could be wrong though. <laughs> I'll check it out. Confirm. Another Star Wars one I just learned because I was looking to see if I missed anything, and I never knew this, so I didn't include it. That on the Han uh, carbonation freezing scene, he's wearing his vest, not wearing his vest. Hmm. And so in the latest version, they just they dyed his vest white. So now I have to go look for that. So in the scenes where he's wearing it when he shouldn't be wearing it. Because, like, he's not wearing it when he comes out, right? When he comes out in Return of the Jedi, he's not wearing a vest. But apparently there's scenes where he's, during that chamber scenes where he's going back and forth. So mm, okay. And so they CGI'd his vest white. Okay. And then Lando changed his to white, too, because he's weird that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then what's his face? Ponda Baba's arm. Wait, no, that was the correct arm. Never mind. And UHF <laughs> when he whips the guy, it's the wrong arm that he whips off. <laughs> like he's holding his gun with his right arm and it's the left arm that he takes off with the gun. Alright. I don't remember that. Hmm. Anything else? Nope. Alright, sign for Alex, no sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So there's this big hullabaloo over um, a fight over in Spain. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, I don't know. Tell us more. International contest. I don't think these fights are exactly legal. They're more like uh, street fights, if you will. What's a street fight? And and, uh, apparently... This uh, wrestler named Zangief was blasted for a disrespectful celebration after his fight with Vega. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. It's time for... To... <laughs> All right. <laughs> DM news. All right. Wow, Alex took himself <laughs> off. I love it. <laughs> It's quality here, like 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 I've, I've said many times for the 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 Han Shoppers <laughs> podcast, uh, we promise content. That's true. Yeah. So wait, you were honestly trying to pretend Street Fighter was a real uh, thing? No, it's just an article from the Onion. 
Oh. And that was it. That was just the whole title. <laughs> and I find it hilarious. All right. Uh, it's time for DM News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so something that I, I don't think we, we got to in the last week. I don't know if we, we would have been able to do it before that. Uh, but uh, we, we talked at all about Peter Mayhew. No, we sent a message out on Facebook, but yeah, we didn't talk about him on the podcast. Yeah, so, uh, you know, sad news. Uh, This is like a week and a half, almost two weeks old now. Uh, But yeah, Peter Mayhew passed. uh, But I I still felt we'd we'd be remiss without mentioning it here on the Hotshot First podcast, where, I don't know, I feel like if if we were to do breakdowns, like the pie chart of, of things that we refer back to, you know, Star Wars is probably solid, I don't know. 30 to 40 percent <laughs> higher higher between that and lord of the rings uh, and, marvel. and marvel well yeah marvel definitely because of me but uh <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it, it's just not not just you know a staple of this podcast but you know a staple of our childhoods um of, of pop culture um and this 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 actor peter peter mayhew who played chewbacca um you know brought brought life to this character and you know by all accounts just just a, a really nice dude um you know all of his uh all, all the, the castmates and other people that nothing but good things to say about him um and you know it, for these these newer movies he unfortunately was not able to, for health reasons to, to be in the suit all the time i think he was in like it was kind of a split for the most part with his with the new chewbacca i guess G- yeah force Junis, whatever i can't i don't know his name but uh Maybe one day we will, uh, but uh, yeah, he it was this <laughs> on paper Chewbacca should not work. Like it sounds fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. They, I think they they got lucky. Not not just with the way that it ended up looking and the 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 sound effect they used for him talking, but, but Peter Mayhew, um, you know, again bringing life to to the character. Um, you know, which again is goofy as hell on paper. Um, but again, mm-hmm. one of the, the most beloved characters in, in all of like sci-fi pop culture. Um, so yeah, rest in peace, Peter. Uh, you know, it's 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 good that he, he got to like you know know how much like, that character was uh, appreciated by everybody because mm-hmm. um, he was constantly doing the the fan circuit thing. Uh, so yep, yep, just wanted to mention that. Definitely, he helped. I, I think everything you were saying, like George created this character that on paper it could be terrible, and he, it could be the Christmas special, right? Like if you don't have the right person yeah. in the suit, and, yeah. And yeah, the subtleties and everything about it, and also not making it too scary, and just making it perfect. Yeah, um, I, I mean, depends on the day of the week you ask me. Chewbacca might be my favorite Star Wars character, and I would say that probably five days out of seven days, I'll say he's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it helps that, that he hasn't got to retroactively get stupid dialogue stuff in his face. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Even if they fucking subtitled him and fucking. The worst thing they ever him. did is make him do Tarzan noises in Return of the Jedi. <sighs> and even that's not that bad. That's probably one that's of the That's pretty Ewoks. bad. Uh, yeah, I just assume it's one of the Ewoks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so there's that. Um, I don't know if we talked at all about uh, the. The latest Spider-Man Homecoming trailer? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, the spoiler-filled one? Yeah, so um, I'm trying to think of how to, to talk about this. Um, 
So, so the the trailer starts with, um, well, yeah, I can't even talk about that, can I? Yeah, don't don't yeah. bring it up. Yeah, okay. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, go go watch it. Yeah, just do, don't watch it if you haven't seen Endgame. But if you have, go watch it. Yeah, um, we'll talk about it in a few weeks. Yeah. We still have. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like the statute hasn't quite run out on on that. Uh, by the way, I did have fun editing. <laughs> Normally, I hate having to go. I fucking hate, hate, hate having to go back and edit stuff out. But but I, I was laughing last week when the, when Jeff dropped the <laughs> the bomb. Uh, what? And then, and then Alex and I were both like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been hard the last little while, especially talking with Game of Thrones going on too, yeah. and that just like watching yourself. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, one more episode to go as of the, the filming of this podcast. Filming the recording of this podcast. Yeah. We're filmed yeah. live in front of a studio audience. Uh, well, yeah, one more episode. We'll yeah, one one more episode, and then yeah, I pretty much have nothing to live for after that. And, <laughs> and the internet couldn't be happier. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, if there's one thing the internet does, it comes together to agree about about pop culture. Oh God, yeah. Um, so yeah, like like Jeff said, we'll have, we'll have plenty more to say about Game of Thrones, and yeah, we'll do a whole episode just on Game of Thrones coming up in a week. Or and two. eventually, you know, we'll, we'll be able to stop dropping the, the spoiler tag for Endgame um, and what's next with the the MCU, and and they're searching for. Escape convicts outside my house right now. Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? It's north by northwest. You guys, you guys couldn't hear that set, the helicopter? I heard right. it. Yeah, me too. Okay, all right, it's gone. Uh, yeah, no, the spotlight only went through my window a couple times. I think that's Jesus. black dynamite with a magnet attached to the helicopter carrying a car off a cliff. I wish. <laughs> there he is. We found him, the podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I need to move out of this place. Anyway... Um. So, Spider-Man trailer, and then just a little bit of I don't know conjecture, I guess. Uh, but it, it probably doesn't mean anything. But it'd be fun to think about. Uh, is that uh, one of the Russos? I don't remember which one. I don't know. Maybe they're interchangeable. But <laughs> one of the two Russo brothers is on record. I don't know how serious he was, but he said that you know he wouldn't mind directing a Batman movie. Um. So I wonder if, if at this point that's pretty much the only move like Warner Brothers has left is is to is poaching the pull, pull, poaching the MCU yeah yeah to to see <laughs> to see what they can do with some of these properties I mean th- that said you know Wonder Woman was was good um, yeah, you know, pa- Patty Jenkins is fine Aquaman was was decent um, yeah, but I don't think that's like a, anything to like really ten pull around yet. Maybe yeah. they do something better with the next one, as far as like Shazam was good. I've not seen Shazam. Better. Yeah, I've not. Seen... Well, they, they finally, and... I think they finally learned that they don't have to be fucking dour slogs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it took them long enough. But I will say they already brought in Joss Whedon, and he did Justice League. He well, I know he didn't have the entire movie. The entire yeah, time, yeah. But, Maybe you, you uh, can kind of spot like where Joss Whedon put his thumbprint on the on Justice League. By the way, I, I had that on the background the other day uh, over the weekend, and I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, the, there are there still are fun parts. There but are. Someone's just like mind-boggling, like why they they went in that direction for, for whatever reason. Like every time 
Ben Affleck doesn't have the cowl on. He just looks fucking ridiculous. Like, more so than the other ones. Like, they did not figure out the suits yet. Like, so one of them looks fine. Everybody else looks ridiculous. Like, the yeah. the uh, the Flash suit is is dumb. Uh, yeah, Cyborg is just a CGI mess. Um, I guess Aquaman looks okay. But, uh, yeah, I, the Batman suit. It's just... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's just Ben Affleck. Like, it, it, There's the one scene where he's smi- he's in the suit and he smiles, and it's the most awkward thing ever. Like, I, like Terminator smiling? Yeah, it is. But it's like, <laughs> you, you've never seen Batman smile. At most, he smirks. And yeah. you have to, like, it's spoiler alert when Superman shows back up. And you just, Batman look, is looking down, and he just has this big smile on his face. It looks... Awful. Good. I mean, on one hand, I, I like that they're trying to bring a little more humanity to Batman, but that's not his character. Yeah, and and uh, like he kept like cracking one-liners, and, like ugh. Like most of it was just like reaction of him going like Jesus Christ, Marvel. Oh, shit. By the way, I, but I do still like Batman v Superman. It's not the best, but I like it. I'll rewatch that. I'll yeah, I'm such that. a sucker. Like I see those on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have it on. <laughs> still haven't seen it. Staying strong. Really? Yeah, you should watch it. I, I don't think I should. You should. You should. Yeah. Well, then, you, then you get the whole Marla. Yeah, I forgot. Nope. Yeah. Even though I just said Marla. I forgot it from that movie. <laughs> It's like Star Wars. If I like Star Wars, I gotta like it all. And if I hate DC, I gotta hate it all. Yeah, I think that... no, that's not true. Stop that. <laughs> I know. I think the the biggest the biggest crime though of Justice League was they they started the whole thing off with like the shittiest villain. Like this is like Thor one and two level. <laughs> oh like, yeah, main villains. Bad. Yeah, Steppenwolf. Yeah, it's, it's it's not good. Uh, Steppenwolf. Just big CGI clusterfuck. Um, anyway, we went off on a tangent here, mm-hmm. as we, which we almost never do. Uh, but at any rate, uh, weird. I would not mind seeing a. Not even, they don't even need both Russo brothers. Just I'll just take one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to to direct uh, something in the the DCU, or the DCU, whatever the fuck they're calling it these days. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to to go over. Uh, Alex, anything you want to talk about? Uh, speaking of Marvel, when they had their whole announcement of some of the titles coming along, there was a Fantastic Four in there. Really? I have not... Yeah, this is, is this real news, Alex? This is not fake news? No, this is real news. They had logos from all the movies that are coming up in the future. Yeah, I have not looked at and this yet. Fantastic Four logo popped in there. It's like, alright, fifth time's the charm. Get... Yeah, this one should be under the MCU, though. I have more faith with Kevin yes. Feige and all that stuff. But... Yeah. So this is like a phase movie, or is this just... No, yeah, a phase movie. Okay. Maybe get Chris Evans to play the Human Torch. <laughs> they should. He's back. It's alternate alternate uh, timeline Captain America. He's the Human Torch. There we go. <laughs> well, that's because he... Bleep, 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 bleep. <gasps> Jeff... How do you even uh-huh. say to you? Um, what was I going to say? Huh. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, so, we had, so, Fantastic Four is back. Um, I, I, I want to see him do it right. Yeah, I want to yes. see him do it right. But, like, 
where do they fit in the whole thing? Like, I don't, I don't know. They'll make it work. Yeah. I have faith. faith. It'll be all right. You're losing. I can't say anything. All right, I almost <laughs> did it again. <laughs> yeah, watch Endgame, muckers. <laughs> I want to yeah. talk about it. This is your fault, people <laughs> listening, that we can't talk about Endgame. Uh, yeah, I think it makes sense. Based on what happens in Marvel movies. Oh, this is what I was going to mention. Uh, in our episode, this is not a spoiler alert. Or a spoiler. Spider-Man Home... Not Homecoming. Far from Europe, Home. Euro Trip. Far from Home. <laughs> Spider-Man Euro Trash. Spider-Man Avenger 6. Is the end of this phase. Okay. Endgame's not. So they've been saying that on some stuff lately. That this Spider-Man is the last one of the phase. So. Whichever phase we're in. All right. Well, more. whatever. Which kind of makes sense because the other ones always had like Avengers, and then there'd be like an Ant Man movie, and that would kind of like end the phase. So I think that's kind of what's going on here. They always have to have an insect themed superhero yeah. to end the. Uh... Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, my quick news is kind of based on what you said. Your fantastic, blah, 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 fantastic four movie layout. Mm-hmm. They also announced Star Wars movies, <laughs> and so Good. after. After this Return of Skywalker or the Rise of Skywalker, whatever it's called, coming out this Christmas, there's going to be like a two or three year layoff, and then they're going to release one every other year, alternating with Avatar movies at Christmas time until 2027. Oh, Christ. I know. It starts in 2022. Okay. Yeah. So in a couple of years. So when they I'm said, gonna oh, 50 we're going to years take... old. That's all I know. Have you, have you seen some of the proposed titles for the upcoming Avatar movies? No. They're not good. Probably are they real or just fans? I don't know. I don't know. I just something I came across. I haven't looked into it any further. I still have not seen the original Avatar, so same. No, uh, stay no, no dog in that All fight. Right. I'm putting that on my list. You guys got to watch it. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, it is not as bad as everyone says. It's not original. <laughs> Tatonka. Yeah, it's not original, but yeah, whatever. Tatonka. So, so Jeff, when you when you're talking about that, uh, when, going back to the. MCU. We're we talking about just Star Wars or or MCU movies? Because I I read that they're gonna slow down again to just like one every other year or two, like instead of having the three year or whatever. From I wasn't talking Marvel. I was talking okay. Avatar and Star Wars. Okay. I have no idea about. Marvel. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna slow. There's gonna be a break here after Homecoming, and then it'll be like one or two a year. I thought I heard no. I thought there were still two or three. I don't know. Whatever, but. That I'm not sure about. Star Wars is going to be every other year with a two or three year break. They said 2022, Alex? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a three year break, which I, I don't know. That, but I guess the thing they have going for supposedly that the streaming service, they're going to have shows, right? They already talked about The Mandalorian. There's going to be a. Uh, what's his face? The dude from Rogue One's getting his own show. The. Uh, no, the <laughs> Vader, kind of like the leader of the rebels who shoots the guy in the beginning, and then he dies with uh, the girl on the beach. Oh, <laughs> the girl from the bus. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, what's his name? Cassian something. And, uh, yeah, Cassian uh, Umberto Luna. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, I think he's getting his own show too. Yeah. Right. So, and then people are still holding hope out. You're going to get an Obi Wan movie or show with. Ian McGregor, and I guess that would be cool. Yeah. 
hey, if I don't get movies but I get awesome uh, shows, I'm good with that. Yeah, same. I heard the streaming service was going to be like six bucks or something like that. So to start to with, start with, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they could get you hooked. I think maybe that's for like all like the non movies or something. I don't know. Maybe just. No, I bet the whole thing will be six dollars, but then within a year they're gonna bump it like Netflix, right? Just slowly increase it, and every dollar yeah. every year you're like a dollar, two dollars. I could do that, and then yep, then you're that's eleven dollars. Yes. All right, uh, I think that's it. Dynamite, dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Richery. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.